Hey, boys and girls, thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. Have you thought about changing that little entrance up? You've been doing that the same way, too. Hmm. Hello, podcast world. This is your pal, Andy. <laughs> OJ. Oh, OJ. Uh, but seriously, thank you so much for tuning in. We're coming up on our millionth download in under two years. It's a big deal to us. We're very, very proud of it. Uh, and none of it's possible without you great listeners. So we're going to be doing a little giveaway. We are going to be giving away four-man. Four-man, two-day goose hunt or, or crane, crane hunt, hunt, December 7th and 8th. Stay at the world-famous Big Honker Lodge in Knox City, Texas. Come in on December 6th, dinner that night. On the morning of the 7th, a uh, goose hunt with lunch, uh, breakfast and lunch that day. Dinner again the night of the 7th with lodging. Breakfast and goose hunt on the morning of the 8th. And that's for December 7th and 8th. Also, you will be winning a case of Boss Ammo. 20-gauge, 12-gauge, 28-410, whatever it is that you shoot. Pacific Game Calls is going to be giving away a goose hunt. Or goose call, I'm sorry, a goose call. And Dive Bomb Decoys will be giving away two dozen silhouettes. It's a heck of a deal. Uh, be looking out on Instagram for the rules, because that's where it's going to be. Instagram. My Instagram. Uh, and then all the rules will be laid out there. So, On your personal Instagram or Stanford Hunting's Instagram? On my Instagram. Well, it'll be on both. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to do with uh, Instagram is, is where we're going to pick our winner from. So. Okay. So everybody that doesn't have Instagram, go get Instagram, sign up for it, get in on the giveaway, and that's all you have to do. We because some it doesn't matter if we do it on Instagram or Facebook or what we do. Someone is left out if we do it by iTunes reviews. Somebody always has something different, so you got to go get an Instagram to get in on this giveaway. And we've done a bunch of iTunes, so we're gonna switch it up a little bit. So that's what we got going on here. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Turkey season's here. We got some prime real estate right on the river. You want to shoot a gobbler? We can take you to shoot a gobbler. I can take you to shoot a gobbler. You so, can do the 410 challenge on this. <clears throat> you can do the 410 challenge. Go to Boss, get some 410 shotgun shells. We can do the 410 challenge right here at the Big Honker Lodge. Give us a call, 940-658-3172. Get on the books for this coming turkey season. It's going to be here before you know it. It's going to be bloody for Mr. Tom Turkey. Or if you're looking for a waterfowl hunt or dove hunt for this fall and winter, give us a call. Look us up, stanfieldhunting.com. We're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries, the leader in silhouettes. They've changed the game. Everybody's running skinnies. You should, too. Go to divebombindustries.com. Brand new pantail socks are coming out. It is time to add to your spread. It's the off-season mostly everywhere, so go to Dive Bomb Industries. Start looking ahead to this fall, this winter. Go over there. Get what you're going to need. Socks, silhouettes. Decoy's on a budget. Buy, you can buy a couple, you know, five, ten dozen every month. Old lady doesn't realize that you've got that many decoys. Send them, to your, send them to your friend's house. Send them to your office to have them. Anyways, go to Die Bomb Decoys. That's DieBombIndustries.com. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. they got a challenge going on for you turkey hunters. We're going to see how good you are. Boss Shot Shells. You shoot a 410. Uh, you can go to there. You can go figure out what they're doing. But it's a 410 challenge. See how good of a turkey hunter you are. Get them in nice and tight. Uh, they make the best shotgun shell that's out there right now. It's all American made. The people from Boss are great. Brandon, Lee, Meg, salt of the earth people. Hits like a freight train. You only have to shoot them once. No cripples. BossShotShells.com. Like I said, it's all American made. Great product, great people. Go check them out at BossShotShells.com. And also, we're brought to you by Pacific Calls. Got a promo code. Got a promo code. BHP25 will save you 25% off of checkout. They've got goose calls, duck calls, turkey calls. They've got it all. One-stop shop. If you need to call that bird in, you can go to PacificCustomCalls.com. Use the promo code BHP25. And save you some money, some green. Their speckle belly call is out of this world. It's easy to blow. Good range. It's what I use. Perfect. PacificCustomCalls.com. And also, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck. Spinners. You need them. Blinds. You need them. Dog kennels. You need it. They make the best blind that's on the market right now, the 2x4. We hunt, I hunt it out of it every single day. It's roomy. It hides four grown-ass men. Some of these companies will tell you that it hides four. Theirs actually does. LuckyDuck.com. If you're into predator hunting, they've also got some products for you. 
They've got it all. One-stop shop. LuckyDuck.com for everything that you need. And we're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club. You can't get into this duck club. Memberships are full, but you can get some sweet-ass apparel. They got coolers now, don't they? They got coolers now. They got a jacket now. They got a sports hoodie now. And it's all with a guy that's perched up with a rifle in his hand and ducks in the sky. The Looking Glass Duck Club. You can follow them. They've got a new Instagram account, uh, Looking Glass Duck Club, I think is all it is on Instagram. Then the guy that runs it, Logan Pyatt, is Sky underscore Jack underscore Outfitters. And he's the he's the gentleman that runs the Looking Glass Duck Club. Go to their Instagram. They've got a giveaway going on. Logan's going to come down here, do a podcast with us, and then we're going to draw a winner for the cooler that they've got. So be sure, go to the Looking Glass Duck Club on Instagram, find the post, get entered to win that one. Also, we're brought to you by William and Chris Wines. There's no there's no big holiday coming up for wine drinking. Valentine's is over. Uh, there's a big drinking coming up. It's called St. Patrick's Day. Do you drink wine at St. Patrick's Day? I don't drink wine on wine day. Well, You're you a wine should. drinker. I'm not. You don't need an excuse to drink wine. You don't need an excuse to drink this high-quality Texas wine made in high Texas from the guys at William and Chris Wines. Skeleton Key is out of this world. It's a red. I love it. Drink it whenever I'm eating steak, something hearty like that. Makes me feel real uptown, you know? Yeah. Kind of like Trump. One Trump, of the Trumps. Trump's not a wine drinker. Donald Jr. I bet is his son is. <laughs> I bet his son is. Uh, great wine. Go to the go to great uh, guys. Texas yeah. wine made by great people. Good g- good people. Give back a lot to the community. Jump on overboard and check them out at William Chris. WilliamChrisWines.com. That's it. Yeah, we're not sponsored by nobody else, are we? Nope, because we did Stanfield at the first. Yeah, well, I guess we're done doing sponsors. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this episode, Jeff's back in town. Been gone for what seems like a month. He's back from his East Coast tour, uh, and we talk about that. We talk about that, the coronavirus, a little bit of NFL free agency. It's just a recap of everything going on in the world, and uh, here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one. Boom. And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. We are coronavirus free here at the Lodge. So far. So far. Do you think we're going to get the virus here? Um, I don't know. I was wondering that the other day. When's the first person in the county that's going to come down with it? I've got my bets on who it will be. You going to say your dad? Dad is one of two. Oh. We, have a, we have a sickly lady in town that's at the doctor all the freaking time. And she's at the ER her family goes to the ER every other day, it seems like, for something. So I've got her her as 1A and dad as 1B. <laughs> dad is in the hospital now. He's got pneumonia. Yes. Which I told him when he first started, told me he started feeling bad. He said, you need to go, Tony. Took him, me, and Michelle, me and mom are still on vacation. And he's in the hospital. He's been there for two days. It's a day at the spa for dad. He gets weighted on hand and foot. Mm-hmm. I think he takes advantage of that sometimes, do you? Probably. Yes. But anyways, Dad's in the hospital right now. But I'm, Dad's one B on that list, one A and one B. So that's who it's gonna be. I'm not scared of getting it. I thought about this last night. If uh, I, I succumb to this and I die from this, I have a lot of life insurance from my family. We got a pretty sound business, so things will be okay, and life goes on. I'm mm. a big boy. I mean, I've had a great life, so I don't. I'm not scared to die anyway. So if it happens, it happens. But. I think that we have turned this pandemic into a financial collapse for this country for no reason at all. I really yeah. believe that. Yeah. I think if I think if people would Well, everybody's connected to everything. So when SARS happened in what 2009-2010, it's it was such a a huge thing that I don't even remember it. Well, 60 million people were infected with it. Right. So, I mean 60 million people were hospitalized because of it. And the death toll was much, much higher. 
but social media wasn't what it was, what it is now. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't even remember it. I mean, I remember SARS, but I don't remember details. So I'm sure it was in the news, but you know, you're seeing toilet paper shortages and. It's just a weird time, just because I think it's because of social media more than anything. I'll t- I tell you the story so far that has broke my heart the most about this is I'm pretty tenderhearted, and I feel sorry for people that can't help themselves. And now I'm an asshole that will make fun of somebody, but I, I do feel bad about certain people having problems. But I, I read a story, somebody on Facebook had posted that there was a guy in the baby food aisle at a Walmart, and he was crying because they ran out of formula for his baby. That breaks my heart. Yeah. Now, but if we had a child or one of my grandkids needed formula and we were there, I would see me tell Michelle, you know what, fuck it, fill the cart up with it. We'll make sure we have it. If we don't have to buy it for six months or nine months, that's okay. At least we'll have it. Here right. Because I want to make sure my grandchild or child would have it. So I would be one of the guilty ones, but it still feels sorry for the people that that live week to week. And there's a lot of our people that listen to us are that way. They live week to week. They get paid, and then when they get paid, they go buy their groceries. They don't always can't always afford to go and buy two or three months' worth of groceries. Listen, this this, this that's on them because those titties were making milk for no, free. No, no, no. What about a baby that needs baby food? Puree the food. They can well, eat anything. I understand. Get carrots, boil them, and uh, puree it. Well, I understand that. But what if the people that didn't start out doing breastfeeding and they weren't expecting this? I feel sorry for uh, the people. You could do it. What did they do back in the old days? I think you just sit that little bastard there and let them go they, to they always, start sucking and but they they'll start making milk. They, they breastfed. A right. baby that's six months old doesn't know that. What? The, the, the mom's dried up. Yeah, she'll start making milk again. That's what they did in the old days. What do you mean they start making? The, the mom was already breastfeeding. No, that they'll, they'll their body will kick in. Trust me, the human body is a great thing. I understand that. Well, you are Mister Compassionate for anything, so this doesn't surprise me. Your attitude towards <laughs> this, mine, I'm a little bit more compassionate. But I, I'm compassionate, and I, I feel bad for people's plight. We we have got a lot of financially sound businesses that are going to have some big problems. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be their employees, and that's where I think that of America, we're making this, we are making this thing so a much thousand worse. times worse than what it really is. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, just it's, it's horrible, and I feel so. We are seasonal, and I've lost, I lost a group of guys today, mm-hmm. just a minute ago, and I'm not shaking and worried about it because we we sell out, and we will sell out because this will be over with by May, and oh, I will easily. sell them hunts, and easily. so I, so I'm not worried about. It was my thing. Oh gosh, damn. Anyways, I don't. So I'm not worried about that. But if this would have happened in November, it could kill us. Yeah. Because when you base your whole business on seasonal stuff, like I don't know what spring breaks like, but I'm gonna bet Padre Island is not as busy as it normally is. Uh, did you? Did, I heard. Uh, did Zach tell you about Riley, his no. buddy? No. He went all the way to Colorado <laughs> to, to go skiing. And they shut her down. Shut her down. Ooh. He was there. Really? He was there, and they. I think I think like he was there one night and was gonna ski the next day and they shut the lifts down. That would suck. That would fucking blow. But all the people But they, that's Riley's luck in a nutshell. He blows his fucking sister. Oh, it was Riley there? Yeah. It was Riley I thought it was Riley's friend. No, Riley Rodriguez. Riley went skiing and it shut down. That's in Colorado. his that's, I mean you're right. So for Zach's bachelor party a couple years ago, uh we were all gonna uh, basically booze cruise it down to uh the hill country i i ended up not making that ride because uh my new room we had a flood. flooded so R- riley borrows his sister's minivan and they have to go to the bank before they go to the hill country so in knox city we've got two big dips one's called canal street because that's where all the water flows out it gets it out of town riley hits it going too fast and he basically floods his sister's engine and they're just stopped right there in Canal Street, Knox City, Texas. This is before the bachelor party. So, <laughs> ruined his sister's engine, and he's just got shit luck everywhere else. But, yeah, I went all the way to Colorado to go skiing for the first time. Never been skiing. Gets there one night, gets an email the next day, lifts are closed. Well, that would suck. That's And, see, I feel sorry for Riley. That's, you know, but what about all those people that work there? Yeah, you know. Well, what it's about towards the, the end of their season, so about, it's not too too bad. But what about the restaurants in town and stuff? I mean, I feel sorry for them people. Yeah, that, that's the deal. I saw Angel Fire was going to go to the twenty second, and then they ended up closing down yesterday. I'll be damned. We uh, 
So it's towards the end of their season. It still sucks. You're missing out on a week's work on a week of work, but now I was the benefactor of this big flu outbreak because me and mom were on vacation last week, and every we everywhere that we went was was nobody was there. Everywhere. You, you probably have it. I could have it possibly two to four four to four to fourteen days. Well, I was in two one one. one kind of shaky casino on the deal. Then we stayed at Atlantic City at Harris one night and there wasn't 50 people in the whole casino there. Wow. Casino would be a place to get the disease, I would think. Mm-hmm. We were in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That would be a good place to get the disease. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Down there at Geno's and stuff where fucking pigeons are just sitting on the street. You know, I went and ordered cheesesteak. Uh, I'll talk about, let's talk about the trip. We're going to talk, we're going to kind of go over that. We went to Geno's. And Geno's I, or Pat's? We went to Geno's. Okay, we went to Pat's. And Geno's was excellent. Mm-hmm. And I ordered without a problem at all. With Wiz? Ah, to Wiz with, che- with onions. Very, very good. I'm t- it's a damn good thing. They are well worth the reputation they have. Huh. By far the best Philly cheesesteak, which I'm assuming since it was the only one I've ever had in Philly, was as damn – it was very good. We um, we went – the, the coolest thing we saw on our whole trip – well, we got to go in the White House – and a shout out to Brandon who got us in there. We cleared our clearance in two days. We got our clearance, the, our security clearance, and we got to go walk in the White House. That was an awesome, awesome place to be. But that's where I could have got Corona. The White House. Yes, because <clears throat> one gentleman come up that works in the White House there. Besides Brandon, another guy come up in a suit. He he was a suit guy, and he was talking to us. And he walked down below. He he went through the past this. He went into the West Wing. And so he works with the president. president just got back from Mar-a-Lago. The Brazilian people were there. They had it. There's people in and out from all over the world there. So if I got the corona, it probably comes straight directly from the White House. Yeah. Um, the White House is not as uh, – I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Donald Trump, when he became president, his lifestyle changed because he ain't living near as good as he did when he was not in the White House. Well, it's an old building. And old furniture. <laughs> and I'm sure the upstairs and the in the family I'm sure they modernized is it. modernized. Yeah, downstairs reminded me of a formal English something from the 1700s. If you went to Buckingham Palace, I would figure some of the same furniture is in the White House. Probably, uh, some probably ta- pretty close. We have some tacky furniture we could upgrade in a little bit of stuff. Um, but the history was absolutely amazing. I mean. Absolutely amazing. I was very impressed. Uh, the paintings, uh, just the, the, the China, they had all kinds of stuff. There was just really, it was a very, very neat thing to stand on the, and stand on the porch of it after it's over and realize you just walked in the damn White House. Yeah. Very, very, it was it was a really neat deal. Washington, D.C. is neat. If you've ever, I'd never been to Washington, I would recommend it to anybody. You felt safe the whole time? I heard it was, I heard it slummy. Yeah, never. Really? Not at all in D.C., at all i think when you get to the wrong side of town in dc like all towns it gets pretty shitty pretty fast mm-hmm. but the mon- the national monument the what they call that the national mall yeah that area there and the slime balls are all the motherfuckers working the, the capitol building and that's something <laughs> she's huge um well they got to probably keep it pretty safe for tourists that you know they keep everything there's a lot of tourists there there was a line going into the um one of the museums was huge. I mean, long, half mile long, probably. Ooh. But they had really thinned out from the the second day we were there. It really thinned out, and then the day after we left, they shut down a lot of that shit. So there's no going to the White House no more, and that may not happen again for a long time. But uh, might be the excuse they were looking for. But it's uh, uh, Trump likes to give back to the people. It's just it's amazing to see him come and go. Like he got, went to one day he got in a motorcade, went somewhere else, and then they flew in Marine One the first day we were there and. It's just business as usual. But mm-hmm. when you get away from the White House, which is under complete lockdown, you, the security is amazing everywhere around there. But then when you get to the Capitol building, you see where all our waste and fraud is. Mm. People living in um, it's the most expensive city I've ever been to. It's worse than New York City. Yeah. Um, went to Philadelphia. That was really an interesting place. The White House. Or not the White House. The We went to a prison there. Yeah. The, the oldest penitentiary in the United States. Cool place. Mom was all about it. <laughs> I mean, all about it. And it was really neat. Um, went there. 
That was probably uh, na- did, did, Were there pictures of it when it was running the penitentiary? Yeah, there were pictures. They were it started. It opened in eighteen twenty. It had what, flushing what, toilets before the White House did. They talked about it on the tour. What uh, what famous prisoners did they have? Al Capone was in there. Really? Mm-hmm. It was the model of prisons for. It was the first prison that was built built for every. I mean, basically, so everybody could enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy I mean, it. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say enjoy. It was the they for everyone's use. It worked out really good. They had seven wings on it, and you could sit in the middle, and you could look down every every aisle at, from one spot, right? Like a turret type deal. Mm-hmm. They had women there. The, the really? People, when they when they first opened it up, people had bags on their heads. They weren't allowed to see when they went in. Mm-hmm. They, I guess they so took they couldn't them, see when they. I guess they took them in a horse and a buggy of some sort, and they had a buggy, so they could not get familiar with the prison. And when they went outside, they had to put their bags on their heads. And they weren't allowed to speak at all for like twenty or thirty years. No one was allowed to talk in the place. Wow. And and um, if you did, you probably got beat. Most places were not, yes, and most places and back then they didn't really they didn't hardly ever have any life sentences. I mean, you either got if you done something that long, they just killed your ass. A lot of two and three and four year sentences for things. How would they kill them? I'm assuming they hung them or shot them. They didn't talk about that. They just said that that prison they didn't have life lifers back then when it first opened. That if you got a life sentence, they would just shoot you. That's the way you know justice Save was money. served. Yes, but uh, we went there. We went to Atlantic City, which was Las Vegas on the ocean. There was there was nothing fancy about it. But we went to Cape May, New Jersey. Highly recommended. I bet some people out there. That have that spend summertime there. I'm assuming Jersey Shore. Do they film that in Ocean City? Seaside. In Seaside? Hmm. Where's that at? I wonder. Uh, it's got to be close to there because Cape, close to Atlantic City. I know Cape May looked just like that. Really? I mean, it's three thousand people during the day right now, but in the summer they says fifty, sixty thousand people there. Huh. Went to New York City for the evening. Uh, we covered a lot of shit. Went to Buffalo. My two things that I enjoyed the most, and I would like to get someone to do a pub, I want to get a public hunting group on there. The uh, area around the Montezuma Wildlife Refuge is west of Buffalo, or east of Buffalo. I saw tons of ducks and geese there. Gosh almighty, that's pretty country. The upstate New York area is absolutely beautiful. And believe it or not, New Jersey. Jersey. I'm telling you that when you get from, when you get in, before you get to, Atlantic City or all the shit around New York City. Mm-hmm. It's farms and rolling big farms. Hmm. I was really impressed with that. And we had a guy on with us that told us that one of our public hunters, I can't remember which one of it was, talked about hunting in New Jersey. Yeah. But was it uh the the vet? It might have been I can't remember which one it was, but man, I'm telling you, that is some pretty country and looks like good hunting. I bet it's expensive to hunt there. Oh, I'm sure. I can't imagine what leases must cost there, but boy, it is beautiful. Anyways, we went everywhere. We didn't have no traffic anywhere we were at. We went to Niagara Falls. There wasn't seven people at Niagara Falls. I think I counted them. I think it was seven people. And that counted me and mom. Good time to travel. It was a very good time to travel. And then everything was shut down when we were leaving. Every place we'd hear about, they were. I think Ohio had shut down all their casinos and some hotels. And I just, I don't understand. Either I'm taking this way lighter than it is. Or the media is way overblowing this. Really? Yeah, I, I I don't know. China just shut down their uh, final hospital devoted to fighting the corona. They shut it down. Yeah, they didn't have enough uh, patients. That's what I mean. It's running. I mean, it's running its course over there. Yeah, but they didn't shut their country down. Right. I well, mean, depending on what news outlet you look at, did they shut their whole country down? Well, I don't know. I mean, you saw those videos of. Uh, Guys in hazmat suits and telling people to get back in their houses. I don't know what they did. China's a communist country. They can tell you what the fuck they want to tell you. You, you know, they have a, a guy that out, that spoke out against their government, a billionaire, and they haven't seen him in a couple weeks. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, that's, but that's what you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, nobody, but yeah, they, they shut down the last hospital that was devoted to fighting the corona, housing corona patients. Because they, they didn't have enough. It's done. It ran its course over there. Now, I don't know what the death toll is. You're probably not ever going to find out what the real death toll is. No, but we, we've way overdone this. Let me tell you a funny story. Me and Mom were in Philadelphia, and we had seen the Liberty Bell, and we were standing at Freedom Hall, or I think that's what they call it. And we were sitting there, and these two black kids come up, about 12 years old. And I had on overalls. 
and uh, mom. I look like an old. I look like an old fat farmer with a prostitute. With me and your mom are somewhere. She's all <laughs> dressed up. And so this kid comes up to her and he talks to Michelle and he goes, "Y'all from the country?" She's like, "Excuse me." He goes, "Y'all from the country?" She goes, "Yes, we are." What y'all grow? So mom said, "Well, we eat Milo." Oh, why you talk so funny? Because <laughs> <laughs> mom's got a twang. <laughs> He goes, what y'all doing down here? And his friend come up. I said, well, we're here because of the Liberty Bell and stuff. And then he goes, Michelle said, well, it all started. We took our son and his truck back to him in the Army. You mean like World War Three Army? I'm thinking, where the fuck do these kids live at? <sighs> they want to know why all these people are down here at Freedom Hall and the Liberty Bell. That's part yeah. of history, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they just they didn't even get it. But the country part I thought was kind of funny, but... They just did not understand why everybody was down there. The, the rich history that's right underneath yes. their fingertips. Yes, Ben Franklin's house is right there. I mean, the whole thing. And they just don't, they didn't grasp any of it. <laughs> They'll probably never go to it in their entire life. No, not at all. And it's right there. They yeah. grew up underneath and it. And they were nice kids. We, I enjoyed, I thought they were pretty funny talking to them. But why y'all talk so funny? <laughs> <laughs> what did, uh, you ever notice the workmanship of all the old brick homes and stuff that were built in the 1700s? The workmanship, the, like the, the, the detail, work, the detail and the workmanship when they put into stuff, the details, the craftsmanship. Yeah, it's just amazing because we don't. And they were doing it without modern tools. You don't see anything built with bricks anymore around here. I'm sure there's still places they put new bricks yeah. on places, yeah. but you don't see it much around here anymore. Yep, everything's metal now. Everybody builds metal homes, metal everything. But what you see up there in the old brick, the brickwork and stuff mm -hmm. is amazing in Philadelphia. I just, the craftsmanship just blows my mind there. And, and that prison, there's 40 foot walls, solid granite, look like turrets, look like a pin, look like an old castle. 40 and foot high? It's 40 foot high on the inside like and 20 foot high on the outside, the walls. So on the outside, when you're looking at it, it looks just like a 20 foot wall all around it. Mm -hmm. But when you get on the inside, it's 40, 40 foot. foot. They've dug it down. Oh. Huh. There's a lot of work back then. Shit, yeah. It's a lot of work now. In 1820, guy got paid $100 to do the architecture for that. Now, I don't know, probably let's say 1810, probably, but I don't know how much that would equate to now. I would probably guess $100,000 maybe. I can find it right now. But it, it was, it, it just was mind-boggling. What I want to know is why they don't use the son of a bitch still. I'd go I'm, in there and model it up and fuck it. Nobody got it. I don't think you could escape from the fucker. Probably because it does, it lacks the... It's not uh, code. Yeah. Uh, $100 in 1810 is equivalent to the purchasing power of about $2,000 in 2020. He oh, got fucked. Only $2,000? Yep. Damn. Well, he... uh, That can't be right. That's what it says right here. Well, anyways, he... uh, he, It was very interesting. And it just the 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 work, and, and that might have been he won the bid with the hundred dollars, then got paid extra on top of that. But it was very, it was a really, I, I I would anybody that goes to Philadelphia, you need to go see the prison. It's 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 well worth it to go. And then our our, our Uber driver, this was pretty cool. We didn't do the uh, like everybody else is smarter than me, and they just get a they get a what are you doing? I don't know something on the damn table, and I was trying to get off. They get a. They, we, we got an Uber guy to take us from there, and we were going to go to the Liberty Bell from the prison. And we got in with this guy named Guido. That was his name. And he come off the Sopranos, had to. He well, reminded he, he remi me better with a name like Guido. He, he reminded me of Big Pussy that was on there. Do you remember him? <laughs> yeah. And that's who he reminded me of. And so we got in his car, and we were riding around. And um, we were on the Liberty Bell, and he was ex explaining stuff to us as we go. And, and I enjoyed visiting with him. I told him, I said, listen, I said, if I paid you – just to take us to to the to Liberty Bell and then to wait on us and then take us back to Geno's to get a steak and then come back here, would you do that? I said, I'll give you a hundred dollar bill. Yes, sir, I sure will. So we had him for about an hour and a half, two hours maybe. See, that's the difference in Uber and the taxi because I tried to do that with our taxi driver. Well, no, 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 I didn't do that with our taxi driver in Philly. <clears throat> we had a little delay from. Uh, we went to Pat's. I fucked up my sandwich order, and then we took a train from Philly to New York. Overrated. Um, but 
the cab driver said he'd be back, but he wouldn't wait on us. Okay, well, this, he had to make a fare. This guy here, I told him, I said, I'll give you $100. And he said, you bet. So when we went to the Liberty Bell, he said, I'll meet you right here. And we parked on the corner. He said, unless they make me move, he said, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. So me and Mom waited about 10 minutes with him. And I, I was fixing to call someone else because I thought Guido did. You thought he left, left you? But I hadn't paid, oh, you no, hadn't, paid. I hadn't paid him yet. Yeah. I started to do the deal where I tear it in half and give him half and then hold the other half of you back. I thought, I ain't going to do that shit. So we come out. And Mom said, just call someone else. I guess he's not here. About time called someone else, he showed up. He's like, a cop made me move. I said, okay, we got in with him. He took us on a tour of South Philly. We went to the Italian market. We went through the little neighborhoods. I'm telling you right now, if there's anybody from Philadelphia, and I know there's a bunch of people from Philly that listen to this because I see all the, the analytics on it. You fuckers, why do you have fucking cars? You can't find nowhere to park. No. The difference between New York and Philadelphia is that nobody in New York drives, and everybody in Philadelphia's got a car. Everybody. And we would drive down them little streets, mm-hmm. and there'd be cars parked on both sides of the road, and just barely enough room to get a car down the middle. That's where the uh, tow truck oh, yeah. show is. Oh, yeah. We talked it? about that, yeah. and I asked him. I, I said, mean, that's why. Fuck, look. I, at, I mean, there's nowhere to fucking park. Of I, course there's going to ride a bunch of parking things. I asked him. I said, do you ever run into them people? He said, either. He said, there's not very, he said, they're fucking like ghosts. You don't see them, but you come out and you got a fucking <laughs> ticket on your deal. But people are parked on the sidewalk everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, these motherfuckers are parked on the sidewalk. He goes, yeah, as long as it's in front of your house, it's okay. They oh, don't do Jesus. That. I was like, fuck. I go, I'd hate to get invited to the fucking holidays or come to a party here. What are you going to, yeah. You'd have to take an Uber. Everywhere. I mean, you can't, there's nowhere to park. We went to uh, the, Ford Financial Field. Were the pigeons still out on the street? I didn't, by, I you didn't, didn't walk? I didn't notice them. We see we walked because we had about thirty minutes, so we ordered our sandwich. Disappointed, and uh, mine was great. We walked. There's a little park, maybe two blocks from from Pat's, and I guess the Chinese are heavy down there. And there's just fucking birds all up and down the side. Like you had to walk almost out into the street to get to this little park. Surprised they're not eating the fuckers. Stunk. Fuck. It smelled so bad. Oh. See, my Philly experience was good. My it, Philly experience was not. Mom wants to go back. You've you've seen it all. No, she wants to go back and go through a lot more of this stuff. She enjoyed it. We like seeing the way people live and everything, though. You saw it, though. Yeah, we. I'd, I'd go do it again. I mean, you saw everything it's got to offer. I would do Philadelphia. Did you, do, did you go to Independence Hall? Yes. You saw that? Uh-huh. Saw that. We yeah, highlighted what else, every, what else? I mean, what else are you going to go see? There's nothing else in Philly to see. I think you can go catch a Phil, uh, Eagles game. We went through twenty states. Yeah, that was a fucking. Well, road you trip can do that on the on the on the East Coast. That's easy. Yeah, no, you're right. On the West Coast, it would be hard. We did. We got forty percent of America in um in, in <laughs> on our little road trip. We went through every major city. Mm. Dallas. Yeah. Dallas, Atlanta. You didn't you didn't get Miami? No, we didn't do Florida on this trip. Dallas, Atlanta, Charlotte. D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York City, Buffalo, Cleveland, St. Louis, Indianapolis, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, are all the big towns, I think, unless I'm sure I missed something. Charlottesville, Virginia. That's a, that's that's a, beautiful, a, that's a beautiful area, too. But, no, we, we, enjoyed, we enjoyed Philadelphia a lot. It, it was, we wasn't there a long time, but what we've seen, I highly recommend anybody going to prison. If you're into history, you need to go there. See, where we messed up in Philly is, I don't know why I fucking chose Pat's, but I did. I, I don't think it's the difference that your dumbass didn't want that order. Well, the fucking bus full of kids got off. and you, There was kids there, too. You just go up and say, hold on, I'm not from here. And Oh, no, no, no. You don't do that at Pat's. Wow. Geno's, you might get, wow. Geno's looks way more inviting than Pat's. Way more inviting. It's got the lights. It's got the seating. Pat's, it's fucking kill or be killed. I told Michelle, I said, you watch this shit. I ain't going to fuck this up like Andy. Well, did. no, because you've heard me talk about and it so for, I walked for up eight years. And I told the dude, I said, listen. And the fucker had three teeth yeah. that waited on me. He was listen. a very polite kid. I said, listen. I said, I'm not from My here. My guy was not polite. And I said, so I'm going to order, and I want to make sure I don't fuck this up. Oh, go ahead, sir. Very nice. And then I and, and, and I tipped. Did you tip? Why would I tip? My sandwich sucked. You didn't know that when you you ordered well, I had a good feeling because oh. they were very rude. Mine was very rude. And very all good. they saw was the kids, was the 75 fucking kids behind me. And they thought, oh, Lord, we're about to get slammed. You know where me and Mom ate it in Washington, D.C.? 
She came and gave me some grief over this. McDonald's. No. Trump's we, favorite. Cheesecake Factory. Well. I, I told her, I said, Michelle, the food's good. We know what it is. Because we were going to go here or there. But D.C., where we were at, because we stayed right by the White House. Mm-hmm. And our hotel didn't have a restaurant in it. And, and, the, and the restaurants around them, a lot of them closed. Yeah. They closed at 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock. That's weird. Because once everybody from downtown leaves, they're gone. Oh, it's it's. It's done. Yeah, so so a lot of places. So nobody lives downtown, basically. Everybody just goes well, to work so I'm there. I'm sure some do. Some I mean, do. It, it's not very far to Arlington. Like we went to the um, Arlington Cemetery. Yeah, it's just three, four miles, two, three miles from our hotel. But once you get, but so we had to go over to Arlington to eat, and instead of taking a chance, on was that a somber like that, place? Um, it was raining. Oh, so we didn't somber much. But yes, it would be. The, the now are there names on all of them? I, did, I didn't get that close. We or parked just on just the ones that we, they could. We parked and it was about a two and a half mile hike. Ooh. And I told Michelle, I said, "Listen, it's pouring down freaking rain, <laughs> and we have walked a grand total of sixty four miles in the last three days. I'm done." Mm-hmm. I said, "I'll drive. I'll even drive you closer." How how do you get buried there? You die. <clears throat> I understand that, but. I think Not every have, soldier's buried there. No, are I, they? I think you have to. I, I don't know the parameters from it. Your younger brother told me that that would be an honor to be buried there. I said, "Well, don't get no big rush to do that because something bad probably has to happen for you to get buried there." Yeah, I don't know what the uh, JFK's buried there. <clears throat> is he? Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I mean, if if God forbid something happens to Payne, that he's going to come back here. I suppose he's not going to go to Arlington. See, that would be the thing I would want to do. But if you're if you if you've done something for this country that you deserve to be buried there, then I, I, that, that would be tough. You know what? If, if, he, if something happened, God forbid, and he did pass away in the service doing something, he got buried in Arlington Cemetery, or could be, I would have him buried in Arlington Cemetery because you, that's not the person down there anyways. Oh, right. So what's it matter? Have you gone by our cemetery lately at Knox City? Well, yeah, I drive by it every okay. time to come out here. Do you ever see anybody in there talking to the graves or see visited? Sometimes. But very often do you? Uh no, not very often. Okay. When Dad passes away, we're gonna we're gonna cremate cremate him and put him to shotgun shells. But if we buried Dad out at the cemetery out there, right? How often do you think I'd go visit? Probably not very often. Yeah, it's just not my thing. I don't. How often would you go visit? Probably not very often. I've got dead loved ones okay. in Rochester. I don't ever go see. And how often do you think your your kids would go see Papa? Probably not very much. So why? Why? So what's it matter? Oh, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. Requirements for burial ground at Arlington National Cemetery are as followed: any active duty member of the armed forces, except for those members serving on active duty for training only, any veteran who is retired from military service with the armed forces. So, if you've retired from the military, you can get buried there. That's all this says. Well, I soldiers I that die while on active duty. And certain veterans are eligible for burial. I wonder if you have to. I wonder if the family has to. Uh, I'm sure there's some requests. Pursue it. Yes, <clears throat> but I don't. I just. I think in the, this comprised people are gonna think I'm really an asshole, and I really am an asshole. So it's okay. But most people, after one generation, don't go to visit. No. Burial. Husbands go see their wives. Some kids will go see their mom or dad if they lose them at, a, at an early age, I think. But I think if someone dies of old age, that that after the funeral and within three or four, you know, you learn to cope with it pretty fast. Yeah. And after that, the newness of going to a funeral, I know that sounds horrible, of going to a cemetery is usually lost. I mean, you go by a cemetery anywhere in the country and you don't see very people. If it was that big a thing, you'd see people there all the time. Right. At different graves, and you just don't do it. More people go see Marie Laveau than they do see their. And they charge you to ones. go in there now. Yep. And that's a bunch of shit. I even argued about that. Because it's, uh, it's just. Well, did they have they marked it? Like, did you have to pay to get into Arlington? No. The National Monument. No. Everything in D.C. is free. Really? Everything is that's free. That's the way it should be, though. It should be. I agree. Um, Mom's a picture taker, you know that. Yep. I call her Wyman Menzer. Took, took me 10 minutes to get through her Snapchat. Jesus, all the time. She drove me crazy. And so mom takes pictures of everything. And this time we didn't stop. Usually if we see an old cemetery, like like when we were in Maine or Boston, she takes pictures in an old cemetery of the old graves and stuff. I told her, I said, you're visited more than their relatives do. Nobody else comes here. <laughs> 
So yeah. I don't know about Arlington Cemetery, and it, what, so now you do know what it is. And I'm pretty sure JFK is buried there. I, I read that. I'm, I know I'm probably wrong, and someone will correct me on that shit, but I think JFK is buried at, at Arlington Cemetery. wonder where they buried Marilyn Monroe. Uh, I have no Playboy Mansion. I don't know. You know that um, there's a cemetery in Texas, too. Texas He's buried at Arlington. There's a Texas cemetery, and you had to have some requirements to get into it. That's where Chris Kyle's born, uh, buried, I believe. Well, if there's requirements, I'm sure he met them. Yeah, he did, but he's buried at the Texas Cemetery. I'm, I'm almost positive about that. I think uh, Sam Houston's buried there and some other people. And, of course, I'm going to be wrong on that, and everybody's going to correct it. But that's the way it rolls. <sighs> Hopefully this shit blows over soon. I'm supposed to go to Ohio in two weeks. And uh, he messaged me last night and was like, look, they're about to – Looks like the governor might shut this whole state down. Where are you going? To see Fox. So you going to Centerville? Or Dayton? Yeah. You know, we drove through there. Didn't even call him, I bet. No, I didn't. And Ryan, I apologize to you, bud, Douche. but I was ready to get home. It was a 16-hour drive, and I was not stopping. And I told Mom, I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not stopping to visit because if we do, we end up spending the night here tonight. And then tomorrow I'll have a 15-hour drive or 14-hour drive, and I don't want to do that. But he acts like uh, they're going to shut down all restaurants and maybe, like, even grocery stores? Yeah, just, oh, man, we're killing ourselves. Shutting he, down grocery stores is a little well hairy. He it, said, it, fuck, I'll be dying hardcore. I don't hardly have any food in my house because he's never there. He, he, here's the thing. If we're going to do this, let's do two weeks nationwide and get it over with and get done with it and just be finished. Mm-hmm. Two weeks nationwide ban. Don't shut down Ohio and then leave Indiana open. If we're right. going to do this shit, shut the whole fucking country down for two weeks, schools, everything, and make everybody stay at fucking home. Ooh. Put the National Guards on the street and say, we're going to make sure everybody's got a curfew to be in your fucking house. And, and tell everybody, say, listen, we're shutting it down on Friday. It's Wednesday. You can go get whatever you need, but on Friday at 6 Could you o'clock, imagine what it's going to look like on Wednesday when you tell people that? Friday, well, we're shutting it down for two you, weeks? You, you can't shut it down. You're going to look like the fucking purge. You can't shut it down, though, not to give people time to get stuff they need. We have plenty what of stuff. We have plenty of stuff at our house. Between, I would just come out here and between come and go house and the lodge. We have I would just both. come out here, would come you? and go as I please. Nobody's gonna shut me down out here. Well, you go to your house. Ah. Um. But mom was weeks. panicking on the way out here uh, home. Why? She's like, "What if we get stuck?" She goes, "No." She's like, "No, we had credit cards and money. We were good. We'd find some place to go." But she was worried about, "Do we have toilet paper at home?" And luckily, she had bought groceries before. She goes, I think I bought toilet. And mom always buys the fucking 32 or 64 pack roll anyways. Yeah. And gets it. She goes, I think I just bought toilet. And she had. And we have enough food at our house to last a month or two if we had to. Now, by There's the going to be a lot of babies born in December if they shut things down for two weeks. Not in our house. Well, no. But nationwide, you're going to have another mini baby boom. Well, I hope people have bought beans, rice, and tortillas. And condoms if we shut this thing down. <laughs> you think you think the ER waiting line is bad now? Fucking have a bunch of pregnant ladies about to bingo all about the same week in December. That'd be December babies, wouldn't it? Yep. Or January. Well, that, that it, that's what I would do. If we're going to shut part of this fucker down, let's shut the whole fucking down to, and be done and get it over with so we can get on with life. They did the same, or I guess New Mexico closed all their schools down. Tech is close. All colleges are basically online now. I don't. You're on school board. Mm-hmm. We're only out today. Yeah, it's a teacher. It's a uh, staff preparedness day, I, I guess. So y'all going to play it day by day or what y'all's going Until goal? somebody in the district comes test positive for it. And then we're going to shut her down. Uh, then we will take the necessary steps. So you're not going to be on record of saying what y'all are going to do? I don't know what we're going to do. Nobody knows what to do. I, That's I, the problem is that there's no protocol for well, this. I think that y'all are doing the right thing. I think people are overreacting. Um, don't worry about shit unless you step in it. That's my policy. And the parents, I feel for parents that have kids in school that are that have kids, and all of a sudden they got to come up with babysitters. Right. Mom works, dad works, and normally we have school, and mom gets off early and picks them up or whatever. And now for two or three weeks, kids going to be going nilly-dilly. I'm going to tell you what, there's going to be a lot of fucked up things going on with them deals because if I was 16 years old, I know what I'd be doing. Well, you, you no, I, I disagree with that because you had freedoms growing up. You were a, you were a latchkey kid, basically. 
I had a lot of fun in the summer. Right. But and that's but, a big fun I'd be trying to have now. But these kids now, you you probably don't have the latchkey kids like you did in your generation. So a lot of these kids are going to start seeing some of these freedoms that, for the first time, they might really be going crazy. All I know is last night at Whataburger, there were 47 teenagers at Whataburger at 12 o'clock at night. And why is that? No school tomorrow. That's right. So they're having school out doing the same thing I would have been doing, gathering and mass gathering. So you might as well have fucking school. <laughs> that is true. I mean, because they're doing the same damn thing. Do you think all the kids in Knox City, the high school kids and junior high kids, aren't all going to convulse together somewhere? I don't know. Knox City, it's weird. So uh, with Jesse getting a new car, we we it was like a Friday night or something, and the weather was nice last week, not this week. And we went riding around. There ain't nobody on the streets. Nobody's, there's no fucking kids out anymore. Nobody's riding around. No, 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 but they're at places together. I don't know if they are or not. They might be in their bedroom Well, you, ta- texting you one know, another. Kids are not. You know when the heyday of that hole was? <clears throat> the 60s and the 70s. Riding around? Yes. I was, I was the last generation, and I graduated in 86. We rode around a little bit. Not well, as much, but when, when gas was too expensive whenever I was in high school. When, when I was in high school... I don't even know what gas was, but for five dollars you could drive all night long. And I'm sure. we <clears throat> in Wichita Falls we had a street called Kemp Street. And it's one of the one of the main thoroughfares through town. And on a Friday night or a Saturday night or on a Wednesday night in the summer, it would be bumper to bumper traffic. Yep. For I'm guessing two miles, three miles. Yeah. And you'd make a U turn and you go back the other way. And we cruised Kemp every freaking night and there was kids everywhere. That was the thing to do. If you wanted to find your kid on a Friday or Saturday night and you didn't know where they were, you just go to Kemp Kemp Street and you'd find them. But the kids quit. When I got out of high school, like a year or two later, kids quit cruising Kemp. There was no more. Well, Well, you know people trying to go go to work or something fucking hated you kids. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't even go down the street. People wouldn't even drive down there. There was no business for them. Old people have no right to go down there. We had that (laughs) son of a bitch. But but, but that's what I'm saying is if we would have been out of school, we'd all been together doing something. Yeah. Nowadays, you're right. Kids today, I don't know what the fuck they do. But it was. It was Friday night. It was just kind of, it was, it was getting dark. It wasn't dark yet because we got little kids. But, you know, gas, I remember gas creeped over $2 for the first time my senior year. So that that hurts a lot of kids that don't work. You know, they can't afford to uh, just fucking waste gas, basically. But when I was in high school, you know, the uh, the old Dairy Queen, which is City City Hall now, that's, that was a gathering place. Allsup's was a gathering place, and you don't see that anymore. I, since we have moved back, I don't think I've ever seen any high school kids gathered outside with with cars everywhere. No, they don't. And that's just <clears throat> that was the difference between you and Payne's group classes. Between right. y'all, when y'all did it, it was more prevalent. When Payne did, I never saw him do anything. And it was dying down. Whenever, like my senior, like I said, gas was so expensive. But I can remember, you know, freshman, sophomore, a little bit of junior year, riding around quite a bit. But, And I remember in junior high seeing the, the high school kids gathered up at, at Dairy Queen and stuff like that. Small town. You used to be able to drive through any small town on a Friday night at 10 or 11 o'clock. See every, oh, the whole high school. A, there'd be a grocery store or something in town. It didn't matter where you went, and you'd see a bunch of kids gathered up somewhere. And, yeah, you're right. You don't see that no more at all. But, and, and I don't know what high school kids drive now, so I couldn't, like, pinpoint them out if we met them on the street. And vehicles are not as important as they was when I was younger for kids. Right. When, you know, somebody had a cool car or truck and they had it souped up and jacked up and all that shit. You don't see that anymore. Kids don't put any emphasis hardly on that anymore. And I'm sure there's some that still do, but a lot of them just don't give a fuck. The stereo was a big deal. And I know I wasn't, I, I never souped up my car or anything. I never was worried about it. But the stereo, that was always a big deal in tires. And I don't know. Maybe kids have gotten smart. Maybe they realize that it's going to depreciate and they're going to get rid of it in about three years anyway. So you're just pissing money down a hole. Or mom and dad ain't going to buy it for them. One or two. I can tell you this much. Um, speaking of stereos, we took Payne's truck to Augusta, Georgia from here, which is a long fucking drive. And um, we get into Payne's truck. And when Payne, was, Payne got a new truck in high school, his senior year, and – me and mom bought him a sound system, whatever the fuck you call it. Wichita took it to a guy that I know, Sean Sherman, and um, had him put in a new stereo and stuff for him. 
Fucker, it's not easy to understand how to work. <laughs> we drove to Tyler, Texas without a radio. Why? I couldn't figure out how to get the motherfucker on. You don't just press a button, hit the power I, button? I pressed a lot of buttons. And I had to listen to mom and me talk to each other for five hours or four hours or whatever it was. Finally, it got dark, and then I could see what the button said, and it said source. And I hit source twice, Yeah, and there was a radio. Yeah, because it was probably on his uh, his phone. He it probably was. had it on the source where it plugged into his phone. So I call him, and I said, Payne, I said, we're having trouble getting your radio to work. What do you mean? What'd you do to it, Dad? <laughs> I said, do nothing. We're trying to listen to the radio. What do I need to push? Uh, did you pull the cord out? He said, just listen to it on your phone. I said, Payne, I don't want to listen to my phone. I want to listen to the radio. How do I listen to the radio? And then he don't have XM radio. No, why would he? Listen well, I understand that. He explained that to me, too. So I was like, can I get XM on this? I'll call him by subscription for a week <laughs> for two or for a month if I can just get it. I don't know. But then once, the, once it got dark outside and I could see the radio, I got the source to work. Mm-hmm. So it worked out good. But. We didn't have fucking radio for four hours. Let me tell you something. Two old people that have been married a long time. Quiet ride. Yeah, because we ran out of stuff to talk about after about 45 minutes. Fuck, I can't imagine. I mean, we were like, I was like, God dang, I didn't realize how much I missed their fucking radio. We're just a couple hours from, Mo. we're going to see what Tom Brady goes to. When is that? Today. Today's the free agent signing? 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock, well, it's me. He's going to go sign Tampa Bay. Think so? Yep, that's my choice now. So I think he's under Tannehill got a big deal. I think that's like Nick. I think that's Nick Foles all over. I think that's Nick Foles part two. Yeah, but they got to do it. They, they're kind of in a deal because he put him in the playoffs. He did go really get Tom well. Brady. I would rather have Tannehill. Go get Tannehill just, is going to show his ass about week nine. I don't. I'm not. I'm not denying any of that. <clears throat> but I don't think Tom Brady's the answer there. I think he got a huge paycheck on a good half a year. I, I agree with you again. And what? How's he going to be if Derrick Henry? If they don't resign Derrick Henry, they're going to franchise him today. And yeah, no, I just saw that. I was just looking to. I don't. I don't know if they do or they don't. Whatever they do with him, but I don't think Tom Brady is the answer. I don't think ta- Tampa Bay is Tom Brady's best chance because they got such fucking great, awesome core of runner of, of running or throwing the ball. But I just don't. I Tom Brady is is not Tom Brady when he was twenty eight or thirty two years Uh-oh, old. Oh, Kirk Cousins got a two year extension. Yeah, they kind of have to, too. They fucking hate their fans. They have to. Falcons are releasing Devontae Freeman. Okay. You, you said this about Kirk Cousins. What What else do you do, though? I mean, he's put them in the playoffs. When? They was in the playoffs this two year. Years and two years ago? Two years, three years ago. Were they, they in the got, playoffs this year? Yeah. Who beat them? Uh, I think who was in the playoffs this year? Packers and the, and the Niners had the bye. And then the Packers played the Seahawks the first week. Did the Seahawks beat them? I think the Seahawks beat them. Seattle might have beat Minnesota. To play Green Bay. That's right. I think that's right. But Minnesota made the playoffs two years ago. If it wasn't for fucking – oh, he didn't take them when Stephon Diggs was there. He wasn't there. Keenum. Keenum was there that year. Because he took them to the playoffs. I mean, he wasn't bad this year at all. I made fun of him all year long, and all he did was play pretty damn good. I traded him. (laughs) Because I hate the son bitch and I drafted him because they had no choice. I mean, was they have no choice on it. I mean, they have to. Same with Tannehill. If you don't sign Tannehill and he goes somewhere else and plays above average and you don't and you suck again, what do you do? I I just think that it's going to be like Nick Foles. I don't. I'm not a especially if they don't if they don't resign that stud running back because I think that's why Tannehill in that system Tannehill's very good because he's got a running game that can take a lot of pressure off of him. He can hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. Let him eat, and then play action works. I agree with you 100% so, on everything you've said. We'll see. I don't think he is the answer. I, no more than I think Nick Foles. Nobody's trading for Foles. He ain't got no market. I think they're going to – well, I don't know what they're going to do with him. They got Gardner Minshew. I would release Foles and let go with Minshew is what I'd do and draft somebody else. I don't know if they can release him or the cap hit and all that stuff, but I would definitely would not sign Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady will be sitting at home. I think me, you, and Tom Brady will play in the same amount of playoff game next year, wherever he goes. I don't give a fuck if he goes back to New England. I don't think they make the playoffs. I don't know. With him. The only thing they got going for them is they're in a horrible, ter- horrible division. The worst division in football. The Buffalo's getting better. Yeah. And Buffalo's Miami, to- not so much. I'd even seen somebody say that they thought they was going to be on Tom Brady. I would not be surprised if out of the blue today, completely out of the blue, the Denver Broncos signed Tom Brady. 
I think they like that lock kid. I, I, I think they do too. But I would not be shocked to see them give him a one-year deal. <laughs> San Fran said they don't want him. Why would they? Well, I, I don't I don't know either, but that's another Emmanuel media Emmanuel Sanders hype. is not signing back with him. That's going to hurt them. More media hype. Yep. They said Tom was going to come home to San Francisco, which I don't know why they would want to sign. They just signed Garoppolo to a big yeah. deal. For pa- Packers signed a line, another linebacker, so they should be stout on defense. The rest of our podcast for this week, because we're doing five, we threw this in today, kind of an update. We're going to do – This is one of five, though. This is one of bitches. five. We're doing four more of all be hunting related or somewhere related to hunting. Um, we got a couple of – I said on there we have somebody that's not near as famous as they think they are, and I'm talking about Andy. So. <laughs> Listen, I got guys wanting to see my pecker, so I'm pretty pretty well known in these parts. I think if you could have went down to any bathroom – in D.C., you probably could have found a senator that probably would have somewhere or representative. He just had a wide stance. That was all. You know, that'd be a good way to make some money, though. What? Have one of them congressmen, you know. Solicit you? Yes, and then you're going to get some of that government money that they use for a sush fund that, for some reason. That's why has that not ever come out? I don't know. That should be fucking front and center. The slush fund? If they use government tax dollars to pay off any kind of sexual harassment charges, <laughs> that should be fucking, that should be front and center. We had uh, lunch at the Catholic Church yesterday. That was always nice, supporting the pedophiles. Oh, Andy, you done fucked up now. Why? First of all, there's not a pedophile at that church. That's a good place. Well, no, it is a very good place, but the organization as a whole is littered with them. You're going to make Blake mad again. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a weird deal. I saw a study that they think 10% of all Catholic priests have uh, have a case against them. 10%. 10%. That's horrible if that's true. If 10% of any other business was having relations with young boys. Did you see the big, huge, it's it's the Knicks, the Knicks, the big Knicks thing that's supposedly is happening that's not happened yet? I don't know what the word I would look for. The, the rumor mill about this coronavirus. Is that the Catholic Church did it? Well, no, 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 no. The, the coronavirus is a mass cover-up of mass arrests that are happening right now in this country, in the world. That oh, the, we're going way into the conspiracy. Oh, big, it's a big <clears> time. <throat> I read this last night and I kind of chuckled. It was a, the United Arab Emirates have arrested their entire royal family mm-hmm. because of this, because of uh, breaking the law, doing a bunch of shit illegal. That Tom Hanks is under arrest in Australia for pedophilia. Ah. That you're fixing to see... Obama and the Clintons go down because Harvey Weinstein got his sentence reduced to 23 years from 100 years because he put all them up. They reduced it to 23 years? That, that's what this, this conspiracy I read. I Because his got, lawyer was pissed off that he got 23 years. Well, supposedly, that's what this is all about. And I'm thinking, he's 70 fucking years old. Who gives a fuck if he gets 23 years or he gets 150 years? It's, he's going he's gonna to die before he gets out of prison anyways. Yeah, 100%. But it was just interesting that that's, that's what this is all is a mass cover-up because they're fixing to arrest tons of politicians and tons of everybody, and this is just a, Ted Cruz might be the first one. He's already in self-quarantine. He's out now. Is he? Yeah. He never exi- he never exhibited symptoms or mm-hmm. what? Just him, was exposed him in the other Him and the other guy that was in Col- that Collins guy from Georgia, same way. I think, I think one of the best things that can happen to some of these big people get the corona- Tom Hanks, basketball players, and then when the, I think when people see them pull out, full health, full recovery, I think a lot of people will kind of, you know, take this for what it is. Nasty case of the flu. We just had a big cyber hit. What's that mean? They just attacked our human, somebody's cyber attacked the health and human services. Trying to do what? Mm. Trying to find out where the pedophiles live so that they can take them down they just attacked it i don't i don't know what happened they just said it was a big cyber attack i'm sure china just did it hmm. so who knows it's a big fox news deal anyways we've rambled on about next fleet nothing um podcast coming out tomorrow will be rory white we're going to talk about some food he is an outdoor chef have him on jeff's a foodie all right, thank y'all for listening. God bless y'all, and have a great... Oh, hold on. Don't forget about the giveaway. We will draw next week. So go to my Instagram. All the rules are there. Good luck. Stay safe. Wash your hands.